You're listening to Earshot from WXXI News. I'm Veronica Volk. This week, New York's home aid shortage is keeping some people with disabilities from living independently. It's time that we, as, as a community, we as a state, respect the work of home care workers. And world-class speed skating makes its return to Lake Placid. I'm just really excited to be here. So. All that from your local news podcast, Earshot. Support for Earshot from WXXI News is provided by Rock Vox Recording and Production, presenting Legacy Cast, audio and video recordings of loved ones telling their stories for posterity. Produced in a full service studio located in Bushnell's Basin. More at ROCVOX.com. A little while ago, we ran a story about how worker shortages are affecting residents of group homes in the North Country. There, advocates say low wages are to blame for vacancies in caregiving jobs. And more residents are being put in larger facilities with fewer aides. We have wonderful people that leave this field, want to work in this field, but can't, you know, pay their rent or, you know, put food on the table for their family. Since then, we learned that residents of group homes aren't the only ones being affected by this. My colleague Noelle Evans found that locally, people with disabilities are having a hard time living independently due to a shortage of home health aides. But she also found that lawmakers and local disability advocates are pushing for legislation that would increase wages for these workers. She has this story. Felipe Rivera goes by Flip. He has cerebral palsy and has been living at Monroe County Hospital for about 15 years. He's also a bit of a rebel. Being at MCH has never felt like a home, ever. I've had many rules forced on me. Technically, I am supposed to sign out and sign in whenever I go and leave the property. But I don't. His disregard for rules that he finds unnecessary has only worsened his sense of confinement. He says a few years back, he was required to wear a monitor for six months. When I tried driving through the doors to go outside, the alarm went off and the doors locked. Since 2010, Rivera has been fighting through a complicated and arduous process to be able to live independently. He recently purchased a house and had it renovated to make it accessible. But because of a shortage of home care aides, he is still living at the hospital. State lawmakers are calling attention to a bill that would raise the minimum wage for home care workers to 150 percent above the regional minimum wage. Advocates say that could help increase the home care workforce. State Assemblymember Demond Meeks supports it. It's time that we, as, as a community, we as a state, respect the work of home care workers and the quality services provided to many throughout our community. If passed, home aide Wilfredo Rodriguez says it could be life-changing. He's currently staying on couches and floors of friends and family while making $13 an hour. He says this is a matter of urgency. We don't have much time, and fair pay for home care would actively change the lives of the people who need home care the most, the people who support those, and the lives of the communities that they live in. 
Over the years, Rivera's seen other long-term hospital residents move into their own homes, including his friend Jensen Caraballo. But Caraballo says the worker shortage has significantly affected him as well. I was afraid that I would end up in the nursing home again. So it's hard. It's hard to find people that want to do the work. Nobody wants to do the work because there's not enough pay. There is currently a national shortage of home care workers, and the demand for these positions is expected to increase. According to a study contracted by the Federal Department of Health and Human Services, about 70 percent of adults over 64 years old are expected to need some kind of home care assistance. Rivera says increasing wages could help alleviate the worker shortage, something that he says is literally holding him back from a better quality of life. The poverty wages for home care workers has made it difficult for me to find home care workers willing to do this important work. The only thing keeping me at MCH right now is the shortage of home care workers. Noelle Evans is a reporter for WXXI News. And this story was produced by WXXI's Inclusion Desk, focusing on disabilities and inclusion. More stories at WXXINews.org. Hi, this is Megan Mack from WXXI, and if you're enjoying Earshot, subscribe to our other podcast, Connections with Evan Dawson. Catch up on discussions about current events, arts, politics, and interesting people. Subscribe to Connections with Evan Dawson wherever you find your podcasts. For the first time in years, world-class speed skating returns to Lake Placid. The village hosted the 2022 FISU World University Championship speed skating event last week. The races were held on the same outdoor track where Eric Haydn won five Olympic gold medals at the 1980 Winter Games. Emily Russell is a reporter for North Country Public Radio. She went to the races and spoke with some of its eager spectators. She has this story. I'm at the women's 1,500-meter race. The speed skaters are competing two at a time. A race official in a bright blue puffy coat raises a flag, signaling the women to the start line. The women crouch down and press their skates into the ice, prepping to push off. They sprint down the first stretch and then ease into longer strides. A few dozen people are watching from the stands, including Wendy Walters. It's really cool to see uh, skaters competing on this outdoor oval with the mountains in the background, feeling the weather itself, sitting here bundled up with heat warmers and my uh, (laughs) gloves and multi-layers on. It is a really cold day, about 10 degrees and windy. Walters is no stranger to winter in upstate. She's originally from Rochester, but now lives in Indianapolis. She and her parents are visiting Lake Placid. Walters says it's pretty great to see a small village put on such a big event. Having worked in intercollegiate athletics, I could see how events can leave a footprint in the community. And I think there's, you know, that opportunity here as well to have that footprint here, but also to expose these um, athletes to the experience of Lake Placid as well. Not just athletes, but their coaches and families, too. Nine countries are represented at this event, including Japan, Poland, and the Czech Republic. 
The speed skaters are pushing themselves to the limit. In a sprint down one of the straightaways, one woman's skate catches the ice and she goes down. This speed skating oval just underwent a $12 million upgrade. It's part of the massive and ongoing investment into sports facilities here through the Olympic Regional Development Authority. This event is a bit of a preview to the 2023 World University Games. That event next winter is expected to bring more than 1,000 athletes to Lake Placid. Our second pair of the day on the inner from the USA, Audrey Stephas. Allison Johnson is watching from the stands with her wife and their two daughters. They're up from Atlanta. I've always wanted to visit Lake Placid. It's been on my bucket list, and so we decided to make a trip. Have you ever seen a speed skating event before? Only. We love the Olympics, and we, of course we watched it all on the Olympics, but never in real life before. The Johnsons didn't know about this event until they got here. Elsie, who is 14, says this is just the second time she's seen snow and the first time she's ever seen speed skating. I'm just really excited to be here. So, yeah, I'm excited to see these athletes. That's her other mom, Jill Johnson. Like, we see it on TV, but we don't get to witness it in person, so. The Johnson's younger daughter, Wynne, says it's really cool to see women out on the track. From where they're standing, they can see the athletes speed around the corners and sprint across the finish line. I just really like watching women's sports a lot. Like, I think it's just really cool to show that they can like do a lot of really cool things on the ice. On this day, a 22-year-old from Germany takes gold in the women's 1,500-meter race. She also set a new track record at the Olympic speed skating oval. Emily Russell is a reporter for North Country Public Radio. You can hear and read more of their stories at northcountrypublicradio.org. And that's it for Earshot. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast, rate us, and give us a review so other people can find us. Send your feedback to earshot at wxxi.org and let us know what you think of the show. Find even more local news at our website, wxxinews.org. Music this week from Blue Dot Sessions and Poddington Bear. I'm Veronica Volk. Thanks for listening. This program is a production of member-supported WXXI Public Broadcasting, Rochester, New York.